from the start of Daytona with the Harley Earl Trophy all the way down to Phoenix for the championship champagne and ceremonies. This is the new Anchor Podcast platform, NASCAR Genuine Fan Talk by Dawson Lawrence. That'll take you through each race weekend's recaps, finishing orders, breaking news, even current point standings, and my general opinions about each race after it concludes and the upcoming races for the next weekends. I am your host, Dawson Lawrence, for this new podcast. I just want to say um, this is episode number two. And before I kind of get into today's uh, um, talk for this uh, second episode, um, I just want to say um, on behalf from episode number one, um, I am completely new to this Anchor uh, podcasting uh, system deal. And I've already gotten a few plays um, from my first episode um, that I released a couple days ago. And so I just want to say thank you guys so much, um, number one. Uh, second thing um, on that is my podcast is already available on, I believe, three different um, podcasting platform networks. Um, I believe one of them is called Google Podcasts. And... Uh, then there's another one called Breaker out there, I believe. Um, there's a third one, but I've done already forgot the name of that. But if you're on Google Podcasts or Breaker, um, go check out my uh, brand new NASCAR-based podcast. Um, again, as I covered in episode number one, I've been a fan of the sport for a decade plus and just always been in love with the racing action and, and the drama that unfolds from each race and news around uh, sport and NASCAR, this and that. And so uh, um, thank you guys uh, for already tuning in, if you guys are out there listening right now. Um, And uh, today's episode, um, we are going to cover uh, the weekend schedule for the Indianapolis road course uh, for the Xfinity and the Cup guys. And then the last little segment for episode number deuce is my um, opinions on how uh, this weekend's races are going to go. We were going to get into um, my thoughts on the playoff format for this year, um, but then I realized it's still a little early, so I'll wait until the last couple weeks from now, um, after the last regular season race at Daytona in a couple of weeks, then I'll start kind of getting into um, that kind of stuff about the playoffs and how I think they're going to go and unfold and this and that, who the champion might be, um, all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, let's get into segment number one here, uh, talking about the weekend schedule for um, the Xfinity guys uh, to start with um, on Saturday at the Indianapolis Road Course. Uh, 5.30 p.m. Eastern, um, they're going to have practice. Um, That's on Friday, August 13th, so that's later on today. Um, and, uh, that's going to be on NBCSN and it is also streaming on NBC sports, um, on the app. Um, and then NASCAR at 6 30 PM. These are just the track events. Um, I guess I have a press pass at a uh, 6 30 uh, PM Eastern time. And then Saturday, um, this upcoming Saturday, uh, qualifying. We'll start at 10.05 a.m. Eastern Time. And you can see that on Track Pass and NBC Sports app. 
I guess track pass is another streaming deal for NASCAR that you can watch qualifying and whatnot. Um, all right. So after qualifying is complete, then the NASCAR Cup guys will take over uh, precisely an hour later at 11.05 a.m. for practice. Again, that is on Track Pass and the NBC Sports app. And then at 4 p.m. Eastern, it is the Pennzoil 150 at the Brickyard. Um, it's on a road course. Um, that's on NBCSN, um, on the NBC app. And then they also got TSN and uh, the Indianapolis Speedway Radio Network. Uh, those are the streaming services that the race will be available on. And then 6:15 uh, p.m. Eastern Time, it's the it's another press pass uh, feature thing for the Xfinity Post Race. Um, and again, that is at 6:15 p.m. Eastern Time. And Sunday, August 15th, the big dogs go at it. NASCAR Cup Series uh, qualifying action at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. That is on CNBC, uh, NBC Sports app, and TSN. And then at 1 p.m. Eastern, it's the Verizon 200 at the Brickyard. And those channel platforms are on NBC, NBC um, Sports app, uh, TSN 3 is what I'm seeing right now for it. And the Indianapolis um, Speedway Radio uh, Network. Um, and then 4 p.m. Eastern, it's the last uh, press pass deal for the Cup post race. Um, so that is it for the weekend schedule um, as far as this goes. So then we'll get in our last uh, two segments for this uh, second episode of ours. Um, starting with... Um, uh, NASCAR breaking news. That's what was escaping my brain for a second. Um, I'll get into a couple of different NASCAR headlines. Um, and then the last segment for, uh, second episode, um, will be in my opinion on how both races are going to go. Um, and I'll even pick, um, a driver for each division on who I think will win. So, um... Let's go ahead and start off with this kind of, uh, this headline that I'm looking at right now. Uh, this was posted at 1.11 p.m. Eastern Time uh, today, I believe. Um, the source is from Racer.com, and it says NASCAR drivers are struggling with the switch to Indy Road Course. And then, quote, we just lost a crown jewel. Um, so... Obviously, they're not doing the race on the uh, oval part now. Um, and so what this is talking about is that a couple of NASCAR drivers are sharing their brief opinion on how they think they should still be able to run the oval track as well as the road course. Uh, maybe not at the same weekend, but you know, some point in the season, they're saying that they should run both types, the road course and the oval part. Um Obviously, yes, Indianapolis Motor Speedway is a very historic racetrack. Uh, opened up in 1909. It has first um, had its fair share of IndyCar races and some other motorsport form racing. And then NASCAR taking over um, starting in 1994, I believe, when Jeff Gordon uh, won the first race there. Um, let's go ahead and... 
I'm gonna try and get to a a driver um, a driver quote that's talking about this kind of subject. I thought I saw it at the beginning before I started this next podcast episode. Okay, here we go. So, uh, Cup driver star Kyle Busch uh, had this to say about the switch from the oval to the road course. Uh, he said, "For my opinion and my perception." I don't view it as Indy, no. And he goes on to say, Indy is the oval. That's what makes the allure of Indy, and that's the prestige of the place. And being around since, as I mentioned, um, early 1900s, um, it's been there forever. It has a lot of history there. A uh, spin and win with uh, Danny Sullivan and Rick Mears and A.J. Foyt um, and, and all that other stuff for um, many, many years. And so that is what NASCAR uh, Cup star, uh, again, Kyle Busch, had to say about the switch. He doesn't really see it as a crown jewel event um, based on the fact that they're doing the road course, not the actual oval. Um, Here's another uh, Cup driver star opinion about the road course um, part. Uh, Eric Amarola noted that, if I'm being honest, I'm sad about it. He goes on to say, I think racing on the Oval is so cool just because I was a kid and went and watched an Indy 500 back in the late 90s. He says it was a special place to race on the Oval. was just special. I mean, you think about the history of the racetrack and the people that have run around it, and the Art of Bricks and all those things, all the races that went on way before you dating back to the early 1900s, just a very special place. Eric Amarola finishes off his um, uh, thoughts about it by adding, um, to not race on the oval is weird. I'll certainly miss it, but I have no doubt that we will put on an exciting race for the road course, and it will be a lot of fun to try and figure out the place. These new road courses have been favorable with the fans, so I hope we put on a good show for them. And that is what Eric Amarola uh, had to say about that. Um, and they also say that Austin Dillon and Denny Hamlin were just as straightforward as Bush um, in their thoughts on the switch as well. Um, basically, uh, basically uh, Austin Dillon and uh, Denny um, are basically saying the same thing pretty much, so I don't even really need to read their responses. So uh, I guess since I'm already reading this um about drivers personal perspectives um i guess i'll go ahead and kind of you know lure in mine as well um obviously i'm just a fan uh not an actual driver um but my thoughts on it going to a road course and not running the oval part anymore i kind of agree with you know denny austin dylan um kyle bush and amarola it's kind of weird um you know, obviously dating back way to 1994, um, uh, Jeff Gordon winning the inaugural Brickyard 400. Um, next race in 1995, my dad's favorite driver growing up, Dale Earnhardt, you know, winning the second one um, there. And just the following years, um, Jeff Gordon getting a win there in 2014, um, one year before his final season as a full-time driver. Um, that place has held a lot of memories, um, 
personally, I've never been to that track in person. Um, but I've seen a lot of those races on TV. Um, I've seen the Indy 500 there, of course. Um, and it's just a very prestigious place. And, you know, again, even though I'm not a driver, I still think it is weird as well um, that they're not going to run the Oval anymore, at least for right now. All right. I'll go ahead and read one more piece of NASCAR news information, and then we'll get to the we'll get to my opinions on uh, how this weekend's racing will go. Um, oh, here we go. I'm sure, a lot of you guys have heard this already. Um, RCR teammates Austin Dillon and uh, Tyler Reddick are fighting for the final playoff spot. Boy, if I was Richard Childress right now, I'd be scratching my head trying to figure out what I can do about this. And great, now my phone is deciding to misbehave. Um, I'm currently here in my basement right now, um, so I don't really have the best uh, network connection down here. Um, let's see if the other page is... Well, I technically don't need another page. Um for the last segment for today's episode, but, but yeah, like I said, I, I watched a NASCAR race, uh, uh, just a little while ago, and they were talking about the same thing, uh, Austin Dillon and uh, Reddick battling for this last playoff, uh, transfer spot, um, if I had to state, um, one of my opinions about it, um, as to who, um, would secure that last spot, I think it'd have to be Reddick. Uh, just because he's had a slightly better season than Austin Dillon. Um, in my opinion, from where I've seen Reddick finish, um, he's had more consistency um, with finishes and, and total points. Uh, Dillon is not that far behind. I heard it's just 15 points uh, separating the two drivers. But in my opinion, Reddick was a little more precise and consistent. So therefore, I think that he'll have the final transfer spot. Um I don't know for sure, though. Kind of early to say still. We only have a couple of weeks still left until Daytona uh, for the last regular season race uh, before the playoffs, obviously. So um, I don't want to, you know, jinx anything. So I guess I'll just go ahead and state an unsure answer right now. But if I were to take an educated guess, more say, I think Reddick would have the advantage over Austin Dillon for sure. All right, so now we are in the final uh, piece of uh, today's episode, and that is my personal opinion on how both Xfinity and Cup races will go uh, this weekend at the Indianapolis Roval. Judging by what I've seen from the Watkins Glen races last weekend, I think it's going to be just as chaotic, just as fun uh, to watch. Uh, We'll see if Kyle Larson can once again slay the competition. Um... Chase Elliott, you know, Chase is my favorite driver um, in Cup, as I noted in the first episode. Um, He might have a good shot. I know he'll have a good shot. Uh, He won uh, that event a couple years ago, Um, and so Chase has been very strong there. Um, And obviously his teammate Larson, you know, has also been really good at road courses uh, this year. Um, So I just, that's my overall opinion. Um, there wasn't really a lot of caution-filled um, action last weekend as far as for Rex. I don't know if it's going to be the same this weekend um, because the Roval is still kind of newer 
Um, they've been racing on it since 2018 now, but as a whole, um, it's still really, really brand new compared to Watkins Glen. So there might be a little more cautions this weekend. Uh, we'll see. Um, but overall, I just think the race is going to be the same. So I kind of expect it to be fun to watch. Um, very entertaining. Uh, crazy field pretty much the whole afternoon for Xfinity and Cup. So, yeah. So we'll get to the last little bit here, and then we'll wrap up uh, episode number two. Um, uh, that last segment is who I think is going to win uh, this weekend for both Xfinity and Cup. Uh, for Xfinity, I'm going to have to go with uh, Austin Sendrick uh, because he's been like the king of the road courses in Xfinity pretty much. So I'm going to put my bets on him um, and see if he can get the job done. Uh, for Cup, I can't – Larson and Elliott have been pretty much equally good this year on road courses, but I'd probably have to go with Elliott. One, because he's my favorite driver of all time in Cup. Uh, two, though, because um, he has a couple of more road course wins this year than Larson. Um, you know, obviously last year with Larson and his whole thing with the um, inappropriate ward and that one live stream that got him out the rest of the season – uh, but we'll see. We'll see what plays out. But obviously, you know I'm going to pick Elliott because he's my all-time favorite in Cup. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I got for episode number two. Um, so before we completely wrap up for uh, today on Friday, I just want to say thank you guys so much again for listening. Um, and again, one more time, this is a relatively brand new podcast. Hasn't gotten much attention yet. Um, but there already have been a few views for the first episode. Um, thank you guys so much. Um, I encourage you to keep listening to these. Um, and I hope you guys enjoy these podcasting episodes um, of a very loyal, uh, dedicated NASCAR fan uh, talking about his most beloved sport. So, uh, and one more time, I'd also like to mention, as I did in the beginning as well, uh, my podcast is now available I can't remember all the streaming names that I was shown, but it's available on Google Podcasts. Um, it's available on another streaming deal called Breaker um, as well. Um, and one or two others already. So uh, if you guys have any accounts to those, go on there and take yourselves a listen. Um, and uh, like I said, I really enjoy this a lot. Uh, getting in to talk to you guys about you know, my favorite sport of all time. Um, so yeah, like I said, thank you guys again so much. And, uh, one more time, happy Friday to all of you out there. Um, have a great Friday and a great weekend of NASCAR racing. And we will see you guys, um, for the next episode after this weekend. God bless. From the start of Daytona with the Harley Earl Trophy, all the way down to Phoenix for the championship champagne and ceremonies. This is the new Anchor Podcast platform, NASCAR Genuine Fan Talk by Dawson Lawrence. That'll take you through each race weekend's recaps, finishing orders, breaking news, even current point standings, and my general opinions about each race after it concludes and the upcoming races for the next weekends. I am your host, Dawson Lawrence, for this new podcast. I just want to say... um, This is episode number two. 
And before I kind of get into today's uh, um, talk for this uh, second episode, um, I just want to say um, on behalf from episode number one, um, I am completely new to this Anchor uh, podcasting uh, system deal, and I've already gotten a few plays um, from my first episode um, that I released a couple days ago. And so I just want to say thank you guys so much, um, number one. Uh, second thing um, on that is my podcast is already available on, I believe, three different um, podcasting platform networks. Um, I believe one of them is called Google Podcasts. And uh, then there's another one called Breaker out there, I believe. Um, there's a third one, but I've done already forgot the name of that. But if you're on Google Podcasts or Breaker, um, go check out my uh, brand new NASCAR-based podcast. Um, again, as I covered in episode number one, I've been a fan of the sport for a decade plus and just always been in love with the racing action and and the drama that unfolds from each race and news around uh, sport and NASCAR, this and that. And so... Uh, um, thank you guys uh, for already tuning in, if you guys are out there listening right now. Um, and uh, today's episode, um, we are going to cover uh, the weekend schedule for the Indianapolis Road Course uh, for the Xfinity and the Cup guys. And then the last little segment for episode number deuce is my um, opinions on how uh, this weekend's races are going to go. Um, we were going to get into um, my thoughts on the playoff format for this year, um, but then I realized it's still a little early, so I'll wait until the last couple of weeks from now, um, after the last regular season race at Daytona in a couple of weeks, then I'll start kind of getting into um, that kind of stuff about the playoffs and how I think they're going to go and unfold and this and that, who the champion might be, um, all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, let's get into segment number one here, uh, talking about the weekend schedule for um, the Xfinity guys uh, to start with um, on Saturday at the Indianapolis Road Course. Uh, 5.30 p.m. Eastern, um, they're going to have practice. Um, that's on Friday, August 13th, so that's later on today. Um, and uh, that's going to be on NBCSN. And it is also streaming on NBC Sports um, on the app. Um, and then NASCAR at 6.30 p.m. These are just the track events. Um, I guess I have a press pass at uh, 6.30 uh, p.m. Eastern Time. And then Saturday, um, this upcoming Saturday, uh, qualifying will start at 10.05 a.m. Eastern Time. And you can see that on Track Pass and NBC Sports app. Uh, I guess Track Pass is just another streaming deal for NASCAR that you can watch qualifying and whatnot. Um, all right. So after qualifying is complete, then the NASCAR Cup guys will take over uh, precisely an hour later at 11.05 a.m. for practice. Again, that is on Track Pass and the NBC Sports app. And then at 4 p.m. Eastern, it is the Pennzoil 150 at the Brickyard. Um, it's on a road course. Um, that's on NBCSN, um, on the NBC app, and then they also got TSN. 
and uh, the Indianapolis Speedway Radio Network. Uh, those are the streaming services that the race will be available on. And then uh, 6.15 p.m. Eastern Time, it's the, it's another press pass uh, feature thing for the Xfinity Post Race. Um, and again, that is at 6.15 p.m. Eastern Time. And Sunday, August 15th, the big dogs go at it. NASCAR Cup Series uh, qualifying action at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. That is on CNBC, uh, NBC Sports app, and TSN. And then at 1 p.m. Eastern, it's the Verizon 200 at the Brickyard. And those channel platforms are on NBC, NBC um, Sports app, uh, TSN 3 is what I'm seeing right now for it. And the Indianapolis um, Speedway Radio uh, Network. Um, and then 4 p.m. Eastern, it's the last uh, press pass deal for the Cup post race. Um, so that is it for the weekend schedule um, as far as this goes. So then we'll get in our last uh, two segments for this uh, second episode of ours. Um, starting with... Um, uh, NASCAR breaking news. That's what was escaping my brain for a second. Um, I'll get into a couple of different NASCAR headlines. Um, and then the last segment for, uh, second episode, um, will be in my opinion on how both races are going to go. Um, and I'll even pick, um, a driver for each division on who I think will win. So, um... Let's go ahead and start off with this kind of uh, this headline that I'm looking at right now. Uh, this was posted at 1.11 p.m. Eastern Time uh, today, I believe. Um, the source is from Racer.com, and it says NASCAR drivers are struggling with the switch to Indy Road Course. And then, quote, we just lost a crown jewel. Um, so... Obviously, they're not doing the race on the uh, oval part now. Um, and so what this is talking about is that a couple of NASCAR drivers are sharing their brief opinion on how they think they should still be able to run the oval track as well as the road course. Uh, maybe not at the same weekend, but you know, some point in the season, they're saying that they should run both types, the road course and the oval part. Um Obviously, yes, Indianapolis Motor Speedway is a very historic racetrack. Uh, opened up in 1909. It has first um, had its fair share of IndyCar races and some other motorsport form racing. And then NASCAR taking over um, starting in 1994, I believe, when Jeff Gordon uh, won the first race there. Um, let's go ahead and... I'm gonna try and get to a a driver um, a driver quote that's talking about this kind of subject. I thought I saw it at the beginning before I started this next podcast episode. Okay, here we go. So, uh, Cup driver star Kyle Busch uh, had this to say about the switch from the oval to the road course. Uh, he said, "For my opinion and my perception, I don't view it as Indy. No." And he goes on to say, Indy is the oval. That's what makes the allure of Indy, and that's the prestige of the place. And being around since, as I mentioned, um, early 1900s, um, 
it's been there forever. It has a lot of history there. Uh, spin and win with uh, Danny Sullivan and Rick Mears and A.J. Foyt um, and, and all that other stuff for um, many, many years. And so that is what NASCAR uh, Cup star, uh, again, Kyle Busch, had to say about the switch. He doesn't really see it as a crown jewel event um, based on the fact that they're doing the road course, not the actual oval. Um, all right. Here's another uh, Cup driver star opinion about the road course um, part. Uh, Eric Amarola noted that, if I'm being honest, I'm sad about it. He goes on to say, I think racing on the Oval is so cool just because I was a kid and went and watched an Indy 500 back in the late 90s. He says it was a special place to race on the Oval. was just special. I mean, you think about the history of the racetrack and the people that have run around it, and the Art of Bricks and all those things, all the races that went on way before you dating back to the early 1900s, just a very special place. Eric Amarola finish off, finishes off his um, uh, thoughts about it by adding, um, to not race on the Oval is weird. I'll certainly miss it, but I have no doubt that we will put on an exciting race for the road course, and it will be a lot of fun to try and figure out the place. These new road courses have been favorable with the fans, so I hope we put on a good show for them. And that is what Eric Almarola, uh had to say about that. Um, and they also say that Austin Dillon and Denny Hamlin were just as straightforward as Bush um, in their thoughts on the switch as well. Um, basically, uh, basically uh, Austin Dillon and uh, Denny um, are basically saying the same thing pretty much, so I don't even really need to read their responses. So uh, I guess since I'm already reading this um about drivers personal perspectives um i guess i'll go ahead and kind of you know lure in mine as well um obviously i'm just a fan uh not an actual driver um but my thoughts on it going to a road course and not running the oval part anymore i kind of agree with you know denny austin dylan um kyle bush and amarola it's kind of weird um you know, obviously dating back way to 1994, um, uh, Jeff Gordon winning the inaugural Brickyard 400. Um, next race in 1995, my dad's favorite driver growing up, Dale Earnhardt, you know, winning the second one um, there. And just the following years, um, Jeff Gordon getting a win there in 2014, um, one year before his final season as a full-time driver. Um, that place has held a lot of memories. Um, personally, I've never been to that track in person. Um, but I've seen a lot of those races on TV. Um, I've seen the Indy 500 there, of course. Um, and it's just a very prestigious place. And, you know, again, even though I'm not a driver, I still think it is weird as well, um, that they're not going to run the oval anymore, at least for right now. All right. I'll go ahead and read one more piece of NASCAR news information, and then we'll get to the we'll get to my opinions on uh, how this weekend's racing will go. Um, oh, here we go. 
sure a lot of you guys have heard this already. Um, RCR teammates Austin Dillon and uh, Tyler Reddick are fighting for the final playoff spot. Boy, if I was Richard Childress right now, I'd be scratching my head trying to figure out what I can do about this. And great, now my phone is deciding to misbehave. Um, I'm currently here in my basement right now, um, so I don't really have the best uh, network connection down here. Um, let's see if the other page is... Well, I technically don't need another page um, for the last segment for today's episode, but... But yeah, like I said, I I watched a NASCAR race uh, uh, just a little while ago, and they were talking about the same thing. Uh, Austin Dillon and uh, Reddick battling for this last playoff uh, transfer spot. Um, if I had to state um, one of my opinions about it, um, as to who um, would secure that last spot, I think it'd have to be Reddick. Uh, just because he's had a slightly better season than Austin Dillon. Um, in my opinion, from where I've seen Reddick finish, um, he's had more consistency um, with finishes and, and total points. Uh, Dillon is not that far behind. I heard it's just 15 points uh, separating the two drivers. But in my opinion, Reddick was a little more precise and consistent. So therefore, I think that he'll have the final transfer spot. Um I don't know for sure, though. Kind of early to say still. We only have a couple of weeks still left until Daytona uh, for the last regular season race uh, before the playoffs, obviously. So um, I don't want to, you know, jinx anything. So I guess I'll just go ahead and state an unsure answer right now. But if I were to take an educated guess, more say, I think Reddick would have the advantage over Austin Dillon for sure. All right, so now we are in the final uh, piece of uh, today's episode, and that is my personal opinion on how both Xfinity and Cup races will go uh, this weekend at the Indianapolis Roval. Judging by what I've seen from the Watkins Glen races last weekend, I think it's going to be just as chaotic, just as fun uh, to watch. Uh, We'll see if Kyle Larson can once again slay the competition. Um... Chase Elliott, you know, Chase is my favorite driver um, in Cup, as I noted in the first episode. Um, He might have a good shot. I know he'll have a good shot. Uh, He won uh, that event a couple years ago, Um, and so Chase has been very strong there. Um, And obviously his teammate Larson, you know, has also been really good at road courses uh, this year. Um, So I just, that's my overall opinion. Um, there wasn't really a lot of caution-filled um, action last weekend as far as for Rex. I don't know if it's going to be the same this weekend um, because the Roval is still kind of newer. Um, they've been racing on it since 2018 now, but as a whole, um, it's still really, really brand new compared to Watkins Glen. So there might be a little more cautions this weekend. Uh, we'll see. Um, but overall, I just think the race is going to be the same. So I kind of expect it to be fun to watch. Um, very entertaining, uh, crazy field pretty much the whole afternoon for Xfinity and cup. So yeah, so we'll get to the last little bit here and then we'll wrap up, uh, episode number two. Um, uh, that last segment is who I think is going to win, uh, this weekend for both Xfinity and cup, uh, for Xfinity. 
I'm going to have to go with uh, Austin Sendrick uh, because he's been like the king of the road courses in Xfinity pretty much. So I'm going to put my bets on him um, and see if he can get the job done. Uh, for Cup, I can't – Larson and Elliott have been pretty much equally good this year on road courses. But I'd probably have to go with Elliott. One, because he's my favorite driver of all time in Cup. Uh, two, though, because um, he has a couple of more road course wins this year than Larson. Um, you know, obviously last year with Larson and his whole thing with the um, inappropriate ward in that one live stream that got him out the rest of the season. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see what plays out. But obviously, you know I'm going to pick Elliott because he's my all-time favorite in Cup. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I got for episode number two. Um, so before we completely wrap up for, uh, today on Friday, I just want to say thank you guys so much again for listening. Um, and again, one more time, this is a relatively brand new podcast. Hasn't gotten much attention yet. Um, but there already have been a few views for the first episode. Um, thank you guys so much. Um, I encourage you to keep listening to these. Um, and I hope you guys enjoy these podcasting episodes um, of a very loyal, uh, dedicated NASCAR fan uh, talking about his most beloved sport. So, uh, and one more time, I'd also like to mention, as I did in the beginning as well, uh, my podcast is now available. I can't remember all the streaming names that I was shown, but it's available on Google Podcasts. Um, it's available on another streaming deal called Breaker um, as well. Um and one or two others already. So uh, if you guys have any accounts to those, go on there and take yourselves a listen. Um, and uh, like I said, I really enjoy this a lot. Uh, getting in to talk to you guys about, you know, my favorite sport of all time. Um, so, yeah, like I said, thank you guys again so much. And uh, one more time, happy Friday to all of you out there. Um, have a great Friday and a great weekend of NASCAR racing. And we will see you guys um, for the next episode after this weekend. God bless.